Well, howdy, roofers, and welcome to Roofer Growth Hacks, the podcast that's dedicated to highlighting those in the roofing industry, learning how they overcame growth challenges with creative growth hacks, and connecting them with others in the roofing industry. I'm your host, Chris Hunter, founder and chief marketing officer of RoofingSites.com. I'm also the author of The Ultimate Guide to Digital Marketing for Roofers. Well, I got a little story for you. Les O'Hara is a serial entrepreneur with roots in the roofing and construction industry. Les took over his dad's roofing business right out of college and helped to grow it into a multi-million dollar machine. He's now a business coach teaching roofing company owners how to do exactly what he did and build those systems for growth. So be sure to listen up as Les shares some awesome growth hacks. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Les. I really, really appreciate you coming on to the Roofer Growth Hacks podcast. Chris, honored to be on here and to meet you and just be a part of this great podcast. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and kick this off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your entrepreneurial journey? You know, where did you start? Where are you now? Well, it all starts with my father, a police lieutenant in Chicago. Uh, as I was growing up, he would always have a roofing company of some sort as his moonlighting gig, his side gig, uh. that would always sponsor my sports teams, baseball, football, and, and whatnot. When I went off to college, he retired and he started the doing it full time. Okay. So the intersection of him growing it to about 600,000 of sales wow. with no insurance, not paying taxes, you know, uh, no CRM. To me, uh, just one year out of college, new baby, uh, selling life insurance and running out of money said, Hey dad, can I come and work for the business? I need to save up some money so I could go back to Minnesota. Yeah. So here I am, you know, 30 plus years later, I'm still here <laughs> in uh, Chicago. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, and I read that you have several businesses now. Yeah. So taking over that family roofing business, well, I made every mistake in the book. Yeah. Because no neither me or my dad knew business, you know, but we knew people skills. And I think yeah. that really helped us scale. But then everything started falling apart. So wasn't uh, probably five years into the journey when we were doing about six million of sales that I realized I need to find a mentor or someone that could teach me the the building blocks of the business. Right. So growing up in sports, I was looking back on it now, I'm really surprised that I didn't find a coach or a mentor sooner. But immediately when I did, I, I was put on a new trajectory. And so nice. was able to get that business stabilized and comfortable for all the parties. But then I get bored, I realize. <laughs> and so I'm a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. So it was like, okay, we started another roofing business. I started buying roofing businesses that were small oh, wow. guys going out of sale. I bought a masonry company. I, uh, a friend of mine started a national franchise of air duct cleaning. Uh, right. And he was making as much money as I was, you know, doing 10 times in sales. So I said, I'll take Chicago from you. Yeah. So I did that. And I, I'm great at starting, just not once it gets to the management and the day to day, then I've realized you need to put in systems, process and people right. and let them run it. And then I go on and, you know, do what I'm passionate about. Absolutely love that. Now you're a business coach. How, how are you helping? Who are you helping, first of all? And how are you helping them? So it was about eight years ago now when I had sold my roofing business to my longtime general manager, which uh, interesting side note, it's now uh, one of the top 20 largest roofing companies in the country. It's called O'Hara Roofing. And I'm very proud of 
you know, him able to take the family business and just unbelievably turn that into such a success. But he was my general manager. I sold that business and I have four sons. And so I, I was coaching football and they were all into sports. And I said to myself in our area, there was no sports training around here. Yeah. I was driving crazy, me and my wife all over, you know, yeah. Chicago metro area. So my serial entrepreneur uh, brain said, I'm going to open up a sports training facility. And we did 22,000 square feet, unbelievable weight room, turf, running track, batting cages, basketball court. Super cool. Yeah. So I really dug my heels in and said, this is how we're going to take this nationally. And that's one of my biggest failures. I could not figure out that business. Uh, it's totally separate from construction, contracting, it's memberships. It's anyhow, what I did come out of there with Chris, knowing that I'm one great at coaching. I had all of these former GMs and other people in the trades that were coming to me for advice on how to run their businesses. I'm curious, is there a coaching business? Can I turn this into a coaching business? And I finally got smart, right? I hired a mentor, a coach that had a program, how to be a coach, you know, yeah. and I bought that program. Yeah. Uh, within 30, 60 days, I had ads up on Facebook and I was talking to, at that time, it was roofing companies across the country. And these guys resonated with me because I had a track record and they sure. were in the sweet spot. So then I just realized what I can combine my strengths. I have a skill set and a proven track record and, and I can get paid for it. So now I get to coach uh, contractors all over the country in basically the blocking and tackling of running one of these businesses yeah. and nothing better, nothing better in the world. That's awesome. Love that. And I love that entrepreneurial journey and unfortunately the failure. So when you say it's a failure, did, did you sell that off or did you get what happened with that business? Walked away and handed it over to the other uh, vendors that were the baseball guys, the, yeah. the trap guys. And uh, yeah, just learn my lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Stick with what you know, right? I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's your ideal customer or client? Not sure what you call them uh, yeah. as a coach, uh, but, but how do you help them? So we have three avatars. That contractor that is just starting out and really has no idea, we're able to build that quick, you know, six systems that he needs to do, get his QuickBooks dialed in. You know, we're, we're really numbers focused. Yeah. and uh, get his branding on par so that he could start growing. So we can we can hit a home run for them. That's that's almost cookie cutter for us because it's so easy to help a guy like that that's doing yeah. 500 to just getting over a million. Then there's that sweet spot of, you know, let's say 2 million to, to 4 million. So mm -hmm. they need more systems and the numbers are getting away from them. And uh, you now need a steady source of leads and their sales management and mm -hmm. proposals. So those those are the next avatar where we're really going to come in and it's more intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching. And it's uh, bringing in strategic vendors like yourself to help with SEO and help with websites. Yeah. And then the third is a company that's doing 10 million plus, sometimes 20 million, where they now They've done everything right, but they need a fractional CFO or they need a fractional CMO to take all of their marketing strategy and all of their uh, marketing assets and get that dialed in. And then also the financials, get all of the KPIs reporting properly, cash flow forecasting systems, uh, working with banks on, on the necessary line of credits. I say any contractor, we can help, but those three special pain points for those is where we can really hit a home run. Love that. Love that. 
and a lot of people that I work with are kind of in that sweet spot there. You know, some of them are, are in the $1 million to $2 million range. So that's pretty cool. And, and that's, you're, you're 100% spot on. You know, they've got to have systems, right? They've got to get their leads in first and foremost, and they've got to get sales working, right? And more importantly, getting a sales team, I think, you know. Sales awesome. team. And, and a lot of it is developing the owner into a CEO mm-hmm. and teaching them, you know, what's involved. They can't be doing everything now and they yeah. start. Uh, they need to start delegating to elevate is what we call it. Yeah. Love that. Let's say that you're in that number one slot, right? You're you're right at a million dollars and you really want to get to that $2 million spot. What's the biggest thing in your mind that they need to do shifting from, from one to the other? To me, it's knowing your numbers like the back of your hand. So yeah. you need to know, and you know this better than anyone, you know, one of the key components is what are you spending on marketing and advertising and what's your ROI in that? And can that be a true gas pedal for the business? So dialing that in, you need to know what your gross profit is and where is that labor, material, the other job costs, where are they um, going askew? So we could dial that and then your overhead, knowing what that number is so that your pricing and your future estimating is going to be the driver of future growth. So when we spend so much time on just even organizing their chart of accounts so that when they look at the report, it's starting to make more sense and it's in buckets that they could be making more strategic decisions. So at that level, they're running running this airplane without any gauges, really. They're just looking at the checking account. Do I have money in the checking account? And they're not seeing 12 weeks out in advance. Sure. And that's, and that's a hard thing to do if you're not looking and, and, you know, have your KPIs, like you just mentioned, you know, in front of you and easy to see and easy to get at. Yeah, for sure. So what advice would you give to that company owner then that wants to get to that level? I mean, I mean, we went over the KPIs, but what else? Is there anything else that, that you would tell them? Well, when I was thinking about that question, I was thinking the easy answer now that I'm 30 plus years in here is find a mentor. Yeah. It could be it could be a fellow roofing contractor that is a little bit just far ahead of you. And that's what I realized. Another guy that's just maybe another million dollars ahead of you can be a wealth of resource for you. There's so many great coaches in the space. You you had on your podcast Paul Sandeman, who we talked yeah. about. You know, there's so many great coaches, uh Jim Johnson and uh all these guys, you know, Tom Reber. You know, you just got to find the coach that resonates with you that, you know, has some good values, same values as you. And then if you do that, that's going to be the best advice I could ever give you because they're going to see what you're not seeing and they're going to help you avoid some of these, uh, you know, roadblocks that you're going to encounter when we're running these businesses. I have a coach to this day. I'm spending thousands and thousands of dollars a month on coaching and all, you know, all great athletes have them. All great business owners have a coach. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, think about it. Tiger Woods still has a coach, right? He's still being coached and he's the greatest of all time in golfing, you know? So wouldn't it make sense for us as business owners to also have someone coaching us, someone from the outside that's been there, done that, right? And knows what the pitfalls are. I think that's, it's huge. You know, I know that I've got a business coach and I highly, highly recommend that too. Well, a lot of people think nowadays, hey, I'll just jump on YouTube or I'll have ChatGPT and I'll, I'll have them write me a proposal or I'll email or, man, 
our business is way too difficult. You know, you yeah. got to open up this hood. It's like you need a mechanic. Well, yeah. in, in business, if you want to run it really efficiently and intelligently, you need a great coach. And it might take you, you know, some of the people that I work with, I'm the third or fourth coach that they've tried, but you yeah. need to get out there, get out of your comfort zone and have someone push you to the next level. Absolutely. What do you think about like accountability groups? Do you, do you recommend those? That was one of my success stories of when things started turning for me yeah. is I remembered when I was in life insurance, there was a, a group called Christian Businessmen's Forum that would meet yeah. every week to do a Bible study. And they evolved to have a group of just Christian business owners that would meet once a month and that you would be held accountable to mm-hmm. your financials, how you're stewarding your money and um, how you're managing the business to honor God. And the minute that I joined that group, things turned around for me. So I love that accountability. Where can you find that? Peer groups, you know, stay off of Facebook and find a great group. They're, they're out there. Yeah. Like-minded people and people that are in roughly your same revenue, right? Because yes. then you can hold each other accountable to get to that next level to scale your company. What uh, comes to mind for me is Breakthrough Academy does an incredible job. Many of my coaching clients, they would be doing Breakthrough Academy along with my coaching. They've mastered that peer model of, of grouping you with a couple of equal owners and, and having you all work together at one time. Love that. Yeah. You know, and what's interesting is that I had been in business for, I don't know, about 10, 15 years, right? Myself as an agency owner, right? As a marketing agency owner and had no idea of that concept. And my current business partner, when we first went into business together, he's like, Hey, are you part of a peer group or accountability group? And I'm like, what is that? You know? Yeah. So yeah, we definitely, we found something and it's worked tremendously for us. So I'd highly recommend that. That's pretty cool. All right. So what are some common mistakes that you see roofing businesses make? How can they avoid those? Common mistakes, if we kept on, you know, each category, there's probably a common mistake, but I think the one that is going to be the most impactful for the survivability of the business mm-hmm. would be not forecasting their cash flow. Okay. So uh, that's almost the first thing that we dig in is to identify uh, the, where the money's coming in and then projecting it out over the next 12 weeks. So to that point, if you don't see that there's going to be a potential area where you're going to run out of money, that could bankrupt you. And what I've seen it in my own businesses, the faster I grew, the faster I was consuming cash and I was scrambling for uh, cash and delaying vendor payments and, you know, all of the mess that comes in there. So to me, it's not only just looking at the numbers, the numbers could say you're making great profits. But if you're not forecasting the cash, you could be in a world of hurt very, very quickly. So how do you do that? How do you forecast correctly? And it sounds like you, you do it in 12-week sprints, so quarterly to do this, right? How do you coach them to forecast for their cash flow? So it's taken me tens and tens of thousands of dollars of CPA consultants. And in the past, they were building you know, Excel worksheets that was like 12 tabs on the bottom. This one would talk to this yeah, one. Yeah. You'd have to plug in. I honed it and it's just real simple. We have a process of taking your QuickBooks and we run some reports, we extract those numbers so that your admin or whoever's doing your bookkeeping could just plug in the numbers in the certain buckets of what came in last week, yeah. what, what you collect on your invoices, what new deposits came in, what did we invoice uh, for the future? Mm-hmm. And then we go to cost of goods sold. What'd you pay your subs? What'd you pay your material? Mm-hmm. And then your overhead. 
what we do in marketing, what we do in payroll, what we do in fleet. And so once we have this and we start building a history, two things. One, you kind of can now build the next 12 weeks because you know you have averages. Yeah. But specifically, now that you know what you're invoicing, we could plug in the future revenue that's coming in because we know that money's out on the street. You know that that $400,000 job that you, you just finished is going to be collected in 60 days. We could put that down eight weeks from now. And so now you're getting a week by week look, do we have cash to sustain this? Or is it look like, hey, eight weeks out, if we don't collect that 400,000, we're going to be you know, a hundred thousand negative. Yeah. So then they could start preparing for that, either trying to collect more money up front or uh, start working with the bank for a line of credit or, you know, other maneuvers that, you know, sometimes you got to do. Well, and it's, it's better to be proactive, right. Rather than reactive on in, especially in a situation like that. Right. Yeah. It's what I teach the owners is that once you do that once a week, and it's usually a Monday that I teach, you know, you and your staff, you do it, you look, everything's okay. Pay, this is the bills that I want paid. And then you look at it, you're done for the week on the financial side. So yeah. they're going to pay those bills. You know, you got the money to pay it, or you know, you have your marching orders. Hey, we can't pay anything until I collect $30,000 this week. And so now yeah. what's your main idea? You got to go out and collect the 30. Love it. So it gives them the working order or marching orders is what I meant to say of, yeah. hey, this is what the company needs to do this week in order for us to survive. I was looking through your website, of course, before you know this this interview here, ran across a video that absolutely loved the uh, four pillars, right? Is that something that you teach you know, to all of your coaching clients? Absolutely. I mean, what ends up happening is most of the owners are taking over at least two or three of the pillars. Mm -hmm. And so you're basically you have a job, you're self-employed. You don't yeah. own a business here until you can figure out how to remove yourself from one of those pillars, production, sales, overseeing the marketing, the finance admin. Yeah. That's kind of an epiphany when they realize that it's like, okay. And it's usually they know which one they like and which one they don't like. Yeah. Oh yeah. So then we as soon as we know that, what's their strength? They're great at selling. Great. Boom. Who's going to be in production now that right. we could start mentoring and hand that over to them? And that really reminds me of, you know, entrepreneurial operating system, right? Where they, they have you, you know, line out. Big your, fan. I'm a big yeah, fan. They call big it fan. accountability chart, but your org chart basically, right? Exactly. Big fan yeah. of identifying that. Awesome. Well, looking forward, do you see any industry trends in the roofing industry and how should the owners be taking advantage of them? So all of my very successful contractors, they're all on the cutting edge of technology. They have the best websites. They're they're understanding where SEO is. They're understanding the Google My Business uh, algorithms and and what to be there. Using all of the cutting edge presentation proposals. They're yeah. using when their salespeople are in the in the home. They're able to the sales manager is able to look of the presentation what they're showing. They are staying on the stinking cutting edge of the adoption of technology. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the success that I had with my dad. I was using a CRM and QuickBooks mm -hmm. and he didn't even have knowledge of that. He was using a, you know, the legal path, yeah. getting everything mm -hmm. on there. A business owner like that is never going to compete with his competitor that is using any kind of that uh, software. So it's not which one, it's all of them. It's, mm -hmm. you know, from, I know you're an expert at this of speed to lead, a lead comes yeah. in, how are you communicating with them? How are you getting them onto the appointment? How fast are you getting them the proposal? How are you following up on it? 
All of these things can now be automated and streamlined and done so professionally that makes you look like a million bucks yeah. um, versus, you know, any other methods. Absolutely. And thinking about that, because I mean, we, we call a lot of roofing companies. Unfortunately, it's just the, the how it is, right? And, and we got a lot of people that come to us, right? But the thing that I see as the biggest issue in the roofing industry is just roofing companies just answering the phone, just simply yeah. answering the phone. It's crazy to me. You know, and I run across them sometimes where you can't even leave a voicemail because their their inbox is full and, and it just blows my mind. I'm like, hey, there's so much low hanging fruit to help these owners. They just yeah. they're overwhelmed. They, they, yeah. they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. You hit it right at the nail on the head there. They're overwhelmed, right? They're trying to do too much. Like you said earlier, they're fulfilling probably three of the four seats or probably all of the seats, you know, at yep. that low, you know, beginning stages, you're, you're fulfilling all of those seats, but you're being pulled in way too many directions. So even two of the seats are, is too many. Yeah. You yeah. Know, if you're doing all the selling and all the production, that's just way too much. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and as an entrepreneur, I've been there. I understand. I've done that myself, you know, and you yeah, have to do too. that at the very beginning, you know, but the the faster that you can buy someone to get into those seats, you know, the better, right? It's a very good investment, in my opinion. We're in total agreement. <laughs> those darn roofers. Well, it's not just roofers, man. It's, this is this is just an entrepreneurial problem, I think, Absolutely. in general. You know, Absolutely. Um, we're going to take a pause here to uh, listen to a message from our sponsor, RoofingSites.com. Since 2018, RoofingSites.com has helped roofers double their sales by getting their marketing right using the 4R Roofing Marketing System. If you're a roofing company owner wanting to grow your business, be sure to go to RoofingSites.com and sign up for a roofing marketing strategy session with me. Okay, so that's going to take us into the lightning round, right? The lightning round is has has one simple rule. Basically, you have one minute or less to answer each question. You ready, Les? I am ready. Awesome. First question, what is your favorite personal hack? This can be a, a book, a podcast, whatever. Anything goes here. What is your favorite personal hack? And it's what I teach almost uh, immediately with an owner is uh, using their ca their calendar as their to-do list. So yeah. I am a, a fanatic of Google Calendar and, you know, you show me your calendar, I'll tell you what the problems are. So as a sports guy, you know, you have to watch the film to know where you're missing tackles. I need to see your calendar and I'll tell you exactly where you're missing the mark. Love that. Absolutely love that. And, and I, have the, I have a mentor coach that he calls it blocking and tackling. Right. You block it out on your calendar and then you tackle it when it comes, you know, so in the, it's perfect for the sports that. terminology. Right. I'm going to steal that. Tell your, yeah. tell your coach I'm going to steal that. That's awesome. Do. And by the way, you know, people look at my calendar and they go, holy cow, you know, just because I mean, every what exactly what you said, every task, every task that I have is on the calendar. It is scheduled out and I'm tackling it at that specific time. So people are very intimidated when they see my calendar because <laughs> I have sometimes it down to 15 minute blocks. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's, it seems daunting, but it gets easier and easier over time. And the blessing yep. of it is it becomes a journal for you to go back on in prior years to just see where were you at in life yeah. working in. So it's uh, incredible. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Next question. What is your favorite business hack book or podcast? So I love Strength Finders. And one of the game changers it has been for me and my employees is learning what our inherent strengths are. And Gallup has done an incredible job of doing an assessment. It comes free with the book yeah. and it will tell you what your top five strengths are. And that I, I consider that the biggest hack for me 
is because I know what my strengths are. And then when I'm doing anything that's in my weaknesses, I realize uh, I'm, I'm going to set myself up for failure. So identify what your strengths are and then build your business, build your life where you're getting to be using those on a daily yeah. and weekly basis. Love it. And what's interesting on that is that if you can find someone that their strengths complement your weaknesses, right? Then, then that's a perfect combination right there. So great. Awesome. So Les, what is the best advice you've ever been given and bonus points if you tell us how you actually applied it? So to honor my father, he's since passed away about 16 years ago, but a lot of his you know, sentences or one, one-liners to me, you know, always resonates. And even some of his handwritten notes that I kept uh, have meant a lot to me. But one of him uh, that he always used for me in sports and then when we were doing business together was that simple one that people have heard, uh, but he would remind me, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah. And so how I apply that is if I'm needing uh, some uh, some revenue, I bet you I look in my uh, revenue generating activities and I'm not working very hard. I'm hoping yeah. that this new funnel or this email campaign I'm not doing the hard the hard work, yeah. getting on the phone, calling a roofer up, you know, doing the hard work. But once I get into the mode of I'm going to do the hard work, mm -hmm. I start getting lucky. Things start running smoother. I start meeting the right person that can take me to the next step. Yeah. So uh, that's how that's my favorite one for business, and that's how how I'm applying it. Love it, absolutely love it. The harder you work, the luckier you get. All right. So next question, Les. How can the Roofer Growth Hacks family get in touch with you, and how can we support you and encourage you moving forward? Great question. I love uh, what LinkedIn's doing. And I think there's a great community of roofers. Lou Coleman, who I sold O'Hara Sun Roofing to, does an incredible job of building community around his posts and his activities. And what I'm seeing is a real renaissance of contractors uh, being on LinkedIn. So what I would suggest is jump on LinkedIn if, you, if you're not definitely do it. If you are already, look me up, Les O'Hara. Let's connect and tell me that you, you saw this podcast. So I could give you a shout out. So I'd say, uh, meet with me there. I have a simple website, lessohara.com that can kind of show all the little things that I'm doing. And then if you're a contractor, go to the contractorhuddle.com and see about our coaching. And if anything resonates with you, you know, jump on a call and we'll, we'll, we'll walk through all of our uh, coaching platforms. Awesome. Well, you heard it right there. Roofers get in touch with Les and get into his coaching program for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Les. I really, really, really appreciate you coming on and sharing just all this golden nuggets of wisdom and knowledge that, that you have here today with the podcast. A true honor for me, Chris. Thanks. Well, how about that, Roofers? Was that pretty awesome or what? I know that I had a lot of value that I took away from Les. One of my biggest takeaways here is he said, find a mentor. That was one of his big things that he said that you need to do is find a mentor, someone who's been where you have been before and can help you kind of guide you to getting to that level. So if you're looking to get from one to $2 million, you want to have someone you know, in your circle, someone that you're talking with that has been there, that is probably at that two to $3 million range, somewhere who, who knows what you're going to step into, right? And to keep you away from that kind of stuff. So the other thing is, is that I loved his best advice, right? The harder you work, the luckier you get. And, but he, he said that if I look and, and anybody, if you look at the revenue generating things in your business and you look at your calendar, are you doing those 
revenue generation type things, you know? And he said that you can look at anyone's calendar and pinpoint exactly what they are doing and not doing in their business to generate that revenue. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Roofer Growth Hacks. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you connect with Les online on LinkedIn, on his website at thecontractorhuddle.com, wherever. While you're there, please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty easy to find. Just do a search for Chris Hunter and Roofing Sites uh, or Roofer Growth Hacks and you should be able to find me. Look for me on Instagram or YouTube or pretty much anywhere and everywhere. We're going to be there, okay? You can also check out our website at roofingsites.com. And while you're there, listen to other previous episodes of Roofer Growth Hacks. I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, RoofingSites.com. Since 2018, RoofingSites.com has helped roofers double their sales by getting their marketing right using the 4R roofing marketing system. If you're a roofing company owner wanting to grow your business, be sure to go to RoofingSites.com and sign up for a roofing marketing strategy session with, well, with me. Also, this past year, I published my book, The Ultimate Guide to Digital Marketing for Roofers. If you're a roofing company owner and you don't have this book in your hand, I will send it to you for free. Just go to go.roofingsites.com and I'll send you a free copy of my book. Well, roofers, join me next time when we connect with another great roofing entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. Thanks and gig